In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. When a man gets it and everyone wins, our champions get another reward in their crown. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, where we interview specialists in the realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our conviction is for you to become your best by calling you in to the arena of manhood, calling you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and calling you up to your absolute best version of you. Because when you get it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we, we salute, salute you. you. Hey guys, thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, and I'm Jim Ramos. And I'm here with our co-host and producer, Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? Doing wonderful. Hey, today is the seventh anniversary of the Great Hunt for God. Now, the men in the arena. So, happy mm. anniversary! Happy anniversary! We're gonna. Did go you give me anything? a gift? I did. No, yes, sweet. We're going to lunch, right? Oh, sweet. We're gonna have salad on your on your dime. Yeah. Yeah, okay. of course, on my dime. Hey, give me a man law before I get mad. <laughs> a man is a life learner. Life learner. It is arrogant to say that I have arrived. So be open to new ways of doing things, man. So how does he go about learning? Well, reading is a good one. Reading and getting, like you said this in one of the podcasts, look at the the five dudes you're hanging around, you're going to become like them. Yep. So hang around people that are going to stretch you to be better, to get out of your comfort zone. You might look at someone, well, I'd hang out with them, but... Gosh, there, there's some things they do that I don't, I don't well, think I can do. Well, hanging out is not learning. Doing life with them, That's, you, I, they might uh, cause you to step up your game a little bit. I would say I would say generally no, because you're already with those people. I need you to go seek out people that's what I was saying. that are above you and beyond you. Yeah, that's what I was, I guess. Well, I, I wasn't articulating that, okay, that correctly. No, because no. hanging out with my buddies at a barbecue, you they're might, my buddies. You might like meet somebody and go, hey, that, that would be a cool guy to yeah. hang out with. Man, he, he is way further ahead of me. Yeah, in his life, but maybe that's the exact guy that you need and to hang acknowledge around. that because he needs to know that you have some he has something to offer you. And right. so, yeah, learning, reading, pod, listen to this podcast is a great way to do it. You know, just that we are constantly learning. We get we get locked in that mode that I've arrived, man. Which in America it's really funny. We have we we view financial success as arrived, and that's I don't know what in what world that means anything. And so that just means you have stuff and toys and more opportunities to be stupid. And to be frivolous. And so anyway, yeah. hey, I want to talk about the meat of the podcast today, guys. And and uh, today is a great day because it is our seventh anniversary. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears over the years. And a lot. this is probably the greatest year we've had yet in ministry. And so I want to talk to you about championing the kingdom causes that you care about. And so, guys, 
when I say kingdom causes, I, I'm a firm believer as a, I, I give, my wife and I have been given for 27 years of our marriage, we give to kingdom causes. So we really avoid giving uh, of our tithe money to our money that's set aside for God. We, we avoid giving that to organizations that do not boast of Jesus Christ. There are a lot of great organizations out there that do very a lot of altruistic things, but we want to focus on the ones that are kingdom oriented. And then any giving that we do, and we do give to other organizations that sporadically that aren't kingdom oriented, but that is not it, that is not our bread and butter. We want to give to kingdom oriented causes, people, groups that boast of Jesus Christ, not these groups that are Christians, but they're not faith-based. I don't understand what that means, but we want to give to kingdom-oriented organizations that boast of Jesus Christ, and and the reason we give is we like to see what happens out of those stories, the stories they give. Like for us, re- reflecting back on just our speaking season, I'm just going to share two real quick stories. I had a guy uh, two years ago sat in the front row of one of our seminars. He was a Harley Davidson guy. His name was Jeff. He was wearing like a black leather jacket, and the, he had his bike club patch on the back and uh he was very very in tune with what we were saying he came and left and went and i and i didn't see him again until this year he sat in the front row again he said hey do you remember me and i said i yeah kind of remember you i think you had a jacket on and you had longer hair and he goes yeah yeah yeah, that was me he said man i want to tell you what happened he said i got so inspired by god after your seminar that i went home and i decided i was going to start going to church i was going to change the way i'm doing my life uh, and I'm going to start praying for my wife. And he said, man, it was really tough. But my wife, after a couple months, started coming around. Remember, when a man gets it. Everyone wins. Yeah. So so he said, my wife started coming to church with me. And he said, guess what? Today is Saturday. Tomorrow I'm going to church. And guess what I'm going to do? I said, what? He goes, I'm going to baptize my wife and her mom. Because when my wife gave her life to Christ, she led her mom to Christ. And tomorrow... I get to baptize them both. So and good. that's the stuff we're talking about. I had another guy walk up to me in the Midwest after a seminar, and he said, hey, man, big giant of a guy, 6'5", 200, no, 350 pounds, big guy. He said, hey, man, can you uh, pray for me? Uh, man, I'm just, uh, you're talking about being a man in the arena, and I have been in the bleachers, and I have a son who's in, who's in high school who I haven't seen in four years, haven't seen his high school son in four years. Mm. He won't talk to me. He goes, I just really need to change. I need to change. I need your help. Will you pray for me? And I said, man, let me pray for you. Yeah, let's pray. So I put my hand on a couple guys gathered around. We laid hands on this guy. And this guy emailed me two days later. He said, you're never going to believe what happened. I said, what? He said, I went home on Saturday. And on Sunday, my son, who I had not seen or heard from in four years, said, Dad, I want to come home. He goes, I'm driving right now to pick my son up. And he's coming home to, my, to his dad. I mean, that's a, if that doesn't get a guy, mm-hmm. I mean, these are, we have, and how, how, how often do we get these everyone's wins stories, Dale? How often do you get these stories? I get probably four or five a week. Four or five a week are coming in, guys. Guys, listen, if you have an everyone wins story, if you have a, a situation where God called you out of the bleachers into the arena and, and everyone around you have won because of it, please let us know. We want to celebrate that with you. We want to celebrate that with all of our people because we have a group of people who champion the cause of the men in the arena, and they live to hear hear these stories because here's why guys because it is their prayers it is their resources it is their service that are catalysts to the change that we're seeing men make in their lives i mean we're just out there on the front lines doing our thing but we have hundreds of people behind the scenes thousands of people praying and doing stuff that nobody knows about and it's really cool to see our podcast you know reach like 
60 nations of men, men around 60 nations. Our Facebook forum has men from 86 nations on it. You know, I look, I'm looking on the map and we've had guys from 25 teams across the United, guys from 25 states across the United States, plus Zambia, plus India, plus Korea, plus, wasn't there, Japan, you know, that are, that are involving themselves in this ministry, doing our curriculum. We're seeing great changes in the men's lives because of the resources and the prayers and the time of our champions, people who champion the cause of the men in the arena. And I'll tell you guys, I got to really confess something. I've been in ministry three years, or three years, three decades. <laughs> I spent those decades uh, as a Youth for Christ Campus Life uh, area director. Uh, spent those uh, spent the time in the Church of the Nazarene as a pastor, and then most recently, uh, men in the arena, serving as a, as a, the leader and founder of this organization. And during my years with especially Youth for Christ and Men in the Arena, fundraising has been one I would call a necessary annoyance. Uh, I tolerated. I hated doing it because people get weird about their money. But I had an epiphany recently. I want to share this with you. I was reading the uh, Life Essentials Bible, New Christian Standard Version. New new Christian, new Holman Christian Standard Version that Gene gets put out. We're going to get Gene on a podcast in a couple months. And uh, I was reading uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses 15 through 17. And then Gene had a subsequent vid- Life Essentials or Life Principles video he posted in the Bible there. So I'm watching the video and reading this verse, and I had an aha moment. And I want to share it with you. Here's the verse You yourselves know Philippians. That at first preaching of the gospel, after I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in this matter of giving and receiving, but you alone. For even in Thessalonica, you sent a gift more than once for my needs. Not that I seek the gift itself, but I seek for the profit which increases in your account. Now, Philippians is probably my favorite book in the Bible. I bet I've read it a thousand times. Seriously, a lot. It's It's... You, I've got things written in the Bible. It's the pages are worn down. They're basically yellow. They're torn. I've read this book so many times you cannot believe it. But I've never seen this verse like I've seen it before. And here's what I've realized: you know, champions support the men in arena through their time, their resources, and their prayers. And in return, God pours into their heavenly accounts for His glory. God pours into them. In other words, we receive generous gifts. The men in the arena organization receives your generous gifts. But we need to realize, and those gifts go to pay Dale's paycheck, and they go to pay my paycheck, and they go to help us put resources together that we can offer for free and different things like this. They go to help us reach men. But what you need to realize is these resources that you give to us are reciprocated spiritually to you in a reward that you receive through the ministry of the men in the arena as we glorify God. In other words, God has sent us God has sent us into the harvest field to reap a heavenly harvest on behalf of our financial champions. So we celebrate equally with our champions because when a man gets it and everyone wins, our champions get another reward in their crown. You can look that up in Philippians 4.1, 1 Thessalonians 2.19, and 2 Timothy 4.8. So it inspires me to go out there and work harder because I'm working not only for God's glory and God's kingdom, which is why supporting kingdom causes is so important, but I'm working and striving and sweating. We're doing this work so that you receive a reward. 
And that's why we celebrate these victory stories so that you receive the reward of celebration of the stories, but you get a heavenly reward. When you see God face to face, God will say, Here, here's your reward, here's your crown. You'll be, what are all these jewels? You'll be like, well, that's from those times you prayed and served and gave to the men in the arena, and you are reaping that reward right now. And so there is, I mean, I don't know about you, Dale, but I feel the pressure of that. <laughs> There's a burden. Just a little bit. There's a pressure that says, man, I'm, I'm working for God, but I've got thousands of people behind us supporting the ministry through prayer or through financial giving or through just serving that we really need to steward that 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 blessing and those gifts well. Mm-hmm. And so Paul will Paul's saying that God will supply our needs, but when God but when our when our resources are partnered with that provision that we receive, we receive a greater we receive a reward, but then those who are giving to us receive even a greater reward. They receive a reward equal then or greater to equal to or greater than uh, for their giving it. It's an awesome responsibility, guys to work on your behalf. And this was a profound revelation for me. So we set our hearts towards Jesus with the men in the arena and glorifying him in changing the lives of men because when a man gets it, everyone wins. And we partner with you through your prayers, through your resources, through your service to increase in your spiritual account. So my question today, men, is which kingdom causes are you championing which kingdom causes are you passionate about? Where will your reward lie when you see your king and your maker face to face? What spiritual bank account are you pouring into? And guys, I want to invite you personally and publicly, if the men in the arena has impacted your life, partner with us in changing a nation of men and the culture in which we live in so that men can become their best version. Guys, our ministry is a nonprofit crowdfunded ministry, and we are supported by champions like you who are you who are partnering with us and making a difference so that we can offer our resources for free. We can offer so many things for you guys. And so guys, you can check that out at meninarena.org. While you're doing that, at our website, why don't you grab a free PDF version of my 365 uh, day book, Bathroom Book for Men. And when you do, we'll add you to our weekly equipping blast just for men. It's designed to help you become your best version uh, because when you get it, everyone wins. And head on over to Facebook. Get on our Men in the Arena Facebook forum for men with thousands of men from over 80 nations. We're getting ready to put a brand new one up on our website that will be for guys who don't have Facebook. So if you don't have Facebook, hang on, guys. Good stuff is coming. Until next time. Feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. Champion the cause you care about. And be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world on our closed Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. In our passion to help all arena men, we're offering an excellent free resource when you visit our homepage at meninarena.org. Simply give us your email and we'll send you a free PDF version of Jim's book for men called The Field Guide, a bathroom book for men. It's a daily study of manly words in the Bible explained with great stories. Thank you for listening to this episode, the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, thank you for joining men in the arena from around the world who are becoming their best version. And remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins.
What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.